0: Hello everyone and welcome to Board Game Barbarians, the show about us playing board games and coming to you to talk about them. This week I am joined by my board game barbarian brother, Justin. Hi. Hi Justin. (laughs) Did my intro (laughs) surprise you? No, I'm
1: just still (laughs) laughing about stuff we were talking about earlier and you started it in the middle of like a thing. Oh, okay. It's hello!
0: Hi! Hello! I'm this glad you're over laughing about other stuff.
1: This is normal. We're normal. This is normal.
0: I am normal. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah. To, uh, this episode we're going to talk about our board game day that we usually have every month. Uh, we decided to kind of just... Uh, there's one game that we played. We didn't want to make it our big topic yet just because... Reasons! We, we haven't played a lot of it, so we want to make sure that we do well when we do play it. So let's get into the news because we have no housekeeping. Nope. Nope. We <laughs> already we already planned our uh, our next excursion together to the is tournament. that... I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we do that on the show anyway. It's like, hey, welcome <laughs> to the show. The first thing we're gonna have you do is listen to us
0: coordinate our personal schedules. <laughs> Thank you for tuning hey, in. Are you it's, free Tuesday? <laughs> it's part. What if somebody's like, hey, me and my friend want to play board games. But we don't know how to schedule things because that's something that I didn't know how to do until like a year ago. I was very Um, bad at scheduling things. I
1: can't imagine they would turn to a podcast for help on that.
0: That's a good point.
1: Think like a life coach or a calendar, you know, would. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know.
0: Okay. (laughs) Well, currently uh, there was a Kickstarter board game that I was looking at because my wife loves Scott Pilgrim uh by the time this episode is launched or released uh the kickstarter will be over it i think it ends today oh, but it no i didn't even know about it scott pilgrim miniatures the world hold on
1: i'm trying to pledge as fast as i can
0: you gotta pledge faster uh, it's three hundred dollars oh, for the whole <laughs> <That's> thing <what? laughs> Yep. Yeah. no thank you yeah it uh I mean, you you can get like so. The weird thing about this Kickstarter, because I saw it and yeah. I was like, "Oh, my wife likes S- Scott Pilgrim," and um, y- she likes the she really likes the video game more than more it than is a very good video game.
1: Yeah, and this is uh this is Renegade Game Studios uh, yeah. who have also brought you such titles as Clank. They're the Clank guys, well and gals. They're the Clank people. I assume only people.
0: Yeah, the, there could be animals on staff. It's the Clank beings that but are you... bringing you this game you can get this game with the minis already painted which i thought was a, a nice touch uh, i go back and forth on that kind of stuff because like if they're like oh yeah it's painted but then
1: it's like hero clicks level i'm like ah oh, no i'm okay you know just paint <laughs> over it you know um, they also did uh, the the recently released uh, uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid or Heroes of Heroes of the Grid Battle for the Grid is yeah. the video game Heroes of the Grid and it's supposed to be pretty good they also did Bargain Quest which looked really good um Looks like arboretum i mean like the game published all these good yeah
0: but like the the thing that's weird for me is that the core game is just the first fight from the comics and the movie and all that (laughs) that seems weird so it's just uh matthew patel and the demon hipster chicks in the you know the was it the battle of the bands yeah, so Portion. core
1: game with unpainted minis is sixty dollars. With painted minis is only twenty dollars more. That's eighty bucks. Um, that's not bad,
0: but that's not in, bad. In order to get all of the other fight scenes, which is the rest of everything else, it's w- much more expensive. It's three hundred dollars for the entire like quote unquote <laughs> series.
1: Yeah, I have to say I, I'm I'm just now looking at this and I'm not loving how they're doing it because they're very much like oh you get to play these exact scenes from the comic book and movie and it's like well that that's cool for like a minute but then you know right. what I mean like, what's like
0: replay value like what's it seems
1: like it'd be better instead of a miniatures game maybe just a board game experience because they seem to want to give you specific scenarios to play and right. normally with miniatures games they're like here's the rules. You set up your own scenarios and with the board games, the ones that are like, Oh no, these are your specific scenarios. This is where all the pieces go. This is how you play it. It's, it seems kind of, it seems oddly specific for a miniatures game.
0: I, yeah, I mean, I, and you can, you can buy at the add-ons separately. So you can like, if I only want, you know, if you only want specific fights from the show or the comic slash movie, then you can just purchase that specific fight or you can purchase them all, but they're all like, how many scenarios like
1: if i spend 300 dollars, how many scenarios am i getting is that that like an easily found number here somewhere
0: uh you are getting the base game which is one scenario (laughs) Um,
1: i'm sorry can we go back to this 60 dollars for one scenario are you serious renegade games is that what we're doing now
0: so you get six scenarios for 300 dollars
1: uh, unless they're doing something to introduce some kind of n- new exciting dynamic element to, to oh, the oh sorry three hundred
0: dollar one is the is the store pledge it's two hundred dollars okay <laughs> so it's a hundred dollars cheaper for six
1: scenarios
0: for six scenarios and the deluxe collector's <laughs> box
1: this does not I, I I renegade games they they put out good stuff and they got their name on this but this does not seem like a good value proposition no I mean uh to me.
0: You're getting, uh, you yeah. got cubes. You got your cubes. 18 your tracking cubes. got your cubes. You got your dice. Um, you got your coins.
1: Yeah. says they're based on the graphic novel series. My favorite character from Scott Pilgrim, the cubes.
0: Star tokens.
1: Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, mm, I'm not in love with this. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, i almost uh,
1: i I wish it was a board game with like cardboard sandies and stuff because i'd play through like oh you know like 50 bucks you get these uh i mean you got like the pop out
0: the pop it's like a pop out book kind of a thing like you get like a little backdrop on every single one i mean it's a it's a cool mm -hmm. idea i just can't i can't see the longevity of playing this game multiple times
1: we're not the kind of guys to be like, well, there's only five scenarios. Because, I mean, really, it does depend on, like, how good are the scenarios? How much am I going to want to replay? Well, yeah, in? I but, mean, like, when
0: we first you, got Conan, there's, like, five scenarios in Conan.
1: Well, there, I mean, there's, but, like, ten or twelve, but there was only a few that were our player counts until we got comfortable with more. But even right. then, like, six is pretty low. Even if they're replayable, six is not
0: very many. Right. And one is certainly not very many. One is, by definition, not very many. <laughs> and we don't know I, don't, I, don't, I mean that's the other thing is we, we're not really sure like how I, I didn't do any research just because I saw the price and was like no I've already spent $300 on a Batman game before mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. don't really want to spend that much money on, a, on another game especially with Conan coming up in what a couple months in, yeah in January yeah Um. so it was something that I was interested in and I showed my wife and I was like do you want this and she of course was like no But (laughs) just because she doesn't really like a lot of things in the house. And I already fill up that space myself. Mm -hmm. Um, You do fill up a lot of space. I fill up a lot of space. (laughs) But I thought it was something to mention because I think it looks cool. I just don't know.
1: And it's uh, Renegade Games. They're a well-known publisher. They do good stuff. I mean, it just value-wise does not look like a very good...
0: And it looks like it shows like the inside of the box and everything like that, and all the box art looks kick-ass. Like everything looks great. It looks like it mm. it was done really well and produced really well. Um, and if anybody who's listens bought it or kickstarted it or, or gets it or whatever, yeah, let know, us know. Let I'm us interested. know. Like I'm interested in, in knowing what happens. I'm just not a big enough fan of Scott Pilgrim to spend the cash on it uh, <laughs> right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, yeah, So, I mean, it looks like it's going to stores.
1: As soon as you said, like, oh, Scott Pilgrim miniatures game, I imagine, like, more like the video game kind of thing. Like, it's just like this brawler tabletop miniatures game. That sounds fun. Which would be
0: cool, yeah. Yeah. If you had scenarios uh, of, like, run downtown. Like, these are... but if these were, like, boss fights and then you got to do scenarios in between them... This seems very specifically like, no, this
1: is exactly the fight from the comic book. Down to uh, the individual characters, which... Is an interesting take. I'll say that I've not seen someone quite do that before. I mean,
0: it looks like you've got different cards that make change the game up enough to where you're not playing the same cards every time. But even then, you're still playing the same battle every time. I'm, I'm not sold on it, but
1: it's it's a uh, it's a thing. Yeah. So if anybody <laughs> can, does back it, it. <laughs> yeah. If
0: anybody does, uh, I mean, it, it's it's gonna get made. So it's already. Right. Uh, what is it? It it needed twenty five thousand. It got two hundred and four thousand. So it's <laughs> definitely uh, people hmm. are
1: hungry for Scott Pilgrim and uh the yeah. the Gentleman the Road. God, what's his name? Um, Br- Brian Lee O'Malley is that him? Um, mm-hmm. he's he's d- he's moved on and he actually wrote uh a, 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 his second graphic novel. I think it was called Seconds. Uh, was really good. Um, hi- well, I, I, I highly recommend that. But uh, so it, th- it, it, the the Scott think... Pilgrim franchise is kind of.
0: Well, I think he worked on this, the guy that did the original or that, you know, made the comics and everything.
1: I know he does um he even worked on the movie and stuff. He does I know he does like a lot of consulting and things on it. I don't know that I I, I doubt that he designed any of it, but I'm sure well, he right. like consulted on it and, and everything else, you know. Um but Brian yeah. Lee O'Malley, yeah. Brian Lee O'Malley is the guy. Yeah, seconds was uh, uh very good. And he's uh working on Worst World now, so um, but yeah. I'm happy to see more Scott Pilgrim. Nah, not sold on this, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah.
0: I thought I'd mention it because it looked cool. Um, there's another game that I was looking at that's called Unmatched, which apparently has already a lot of different expansions. Uh, but there is a. It's by Chris uh, Leader and, and a couple other people Rob Diviou and Justin D. Jacobson. Rob DeVoe. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, and
1: this is published by Mondo Games and Restoration Games. Is this a, a remake of something?
0: I don't. I I tried to look it up. So the one that I'm looking up is called Unmatched Goblin Fog, which is the newest mm-hmm. one. But it looks like there's six other ones previously from 2019. Oh no no um, no! Wait wait! I I remember seeing this coming out. Um, because it's it's a
1: it's a fighting game. Yeah, you're you're like dueling guys, and it and it's the the whole idea was that they're taking characters from all sorts of different types of mythos, so you can fight like you know, uh, uh, Grecian soldiers against samurai against robots right. kind of thing. Yeah. this looked real cool. It was kind of, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, what's the, the game, the tabletop game with interlocking little pieces. Not, I keep wanting to
0: say hero quest. I'll think of it. Continue. Sorry. Um, uh, but cobble and fog is basically the, wh- what you were describing. So like samurai versus Vikings versus whatever, um. Only in this one, it's like Sherlock Holmes versus Dracula or Jekyll and Hyde or, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think Van Helsing's in there, but something like where it's like you know British uh, folklore in in non or in fiction, yeah, non fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. fighting each other.
1: Yeah. Which I, PlayStation I, games I, and uh, Mondo games are are the yeah. two companies putting? It. I think Mondo games. I think the guys that did the Duke. uh I'm not are sure. They? I think they might be. No, that's that's something else. They just have a similar font on their logo. It's um, uh, yeah. But I, I knew Restoration Games was was working on this, and it looks cool. Is is, is there any version of Unmatched Out? Has it already come out? Yeah, yeah there's Catalyst a bunch game of the Duke.
0: Pardon me. There's a bunch of 2019 uh, ones that came out. There's a Bruce Lee one that's out. Um, is there are,
1: a is there a Conan one?
0: No. <laughs> 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 I mean it looks it looks really cool. It's only uh looking I didn't actually look at the price before. It looks like it's like 30 bucks, which yeah. for a game that comes with four miniatures and a bunch of cards and a board like it's good I price. I like the I-
1: idea behind. I don't know anything about how it plays, but what what I've seen is the the promo pictures. It's like a it's it's like a stat, it's not like a free movement board. It's like a static board with squares that you can move through or circles well, rather. Yeah. And uh I I like that. It's like this kind of fixed size miniatures game, um like a, it's like a mini skirmish game. It it seems fun, you know, with it driven by card play, which I love card play. So Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking, thinking
0: about next time I have uh so yeah they've got Robin Hood versus Bigfoot, uh a Bruce Lee expansion, Jurassic Park, Ingen versus <laughs> Raptors. And correct um, me if I'm wrong,
1: you can mix all of these together, right? It looks so if like, I got, like yeah.
0: Bruce Lee, then I can kill Dracula with him kind of thing. Right. So you got okay. like Settlers versus T-Rex, or Saddler versus T-Rex, Jurassic Park, uh, Dr. Yeah. Grant, Jurassic Park. It so it looks simple. like...
1: Weight is, weight is 2.08. It's uh, 8.3 rated on BGG,
0: which is pretty high for, for uh, Board Game Geek. Yeah. Um, yeah, the average rating is pretty high. Uh, the Bruce Lee ones uh got a 9.4. Jurassic mm-hmm. Park one has a 9.4. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You're telling me. You're telling me you are can telling do me Bruce Lee versus I can Raptors
1: Bruce Lee fighting a T-Rex?
0: Yep. Hmm. That one's not rated as well, but, you know, may, we may have to purchase this. So, I um, th- th- I thought that looked pretty cool. Um I didn't put yeah. it in the notes, but I did want to mention uh there has been information slowly leaking out um, from Monolith for the new Conan mm-hmm. Kickstarter, so I've been kind of eating that up everyone. So I still need to go back and actually read what they're thing is going to be i didn't read the full thing (laughs) oh the um Uh, their uh, big uh, system beyond the monolith or whatever right
1: from what i understand what monolith is doing is they are creating a system that will unify all of their different board games there because you've got three that are in the same system right Mm-hmm. Um, you got Batman, you got Conan, you got the other one. Cla- claustrophobia is that what it's you called? Got two. You,
0: you got claustrophobia and then you have uh heroes, uh no, gods, oh, yeah, uh, the pantheon? Uh, pantheon, pantheon, yeah.
1: And yeah. it's it's just going to unify all of their stuff
0: under one big rules umbrella. <coughs> they're also um, working with Zombie Side. Hmm, I don't know to how I feel about that. Bring Zombie Side miniatures into it.
1: Um but then at, at the same time from what I'm curious how they're going to do it because On the one hand, you don't want the rules to be too different because theoretically, you want people to jump, be able to jump from their game. Like I only have Conan, and I if it gives me a system where I can bring Conan to your house and we can fight Batman and Conan together, that's my dream come true. My life is over. I'm done. I can just except Judge Dredd's not there. That's true. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) but uh, uh, what's what's weird about it is that the the downside is that if you make the rules too different. Then you're just kind of making generic miniatures rules, which we already have. We already could take our existing miniatures and use something like uh, Song of Blades and Heroes to fight them against each other, right? Um, so I'm curious how how much of this system is going to pull from the board games and how much is it's going to be its own system? Because I I, I, don't, I just don't see how they're going to strike that balance. You you know what I mean?
0: I mean most of their games already have that. I'm, I say most. I've only played. Ko- they're all, and all very Batman. similar. Yeah. Yeah. They've got the but, same or similar like. Uh, play style so i can't imagine it's going to be that hard for them to try to fix that or change that i guess my point is that um it wouldn't what i want
1: is a system where i can show up with my conan box and you can have your batman box and we both know how to play those games right we can play them together seamlessly but it seems like it's going to be a thing where i'm like oh yeah so in conan it's different than in batman so Okay, yeah, that confused me. All right, let's go back and... and well, because we did we, that you know what I mean?
0: the last time we played Conan. I was doing that right. like multiple right. times. Uh, I'm excited for it. i with it. it, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, so cool. I'm excited to see what it is, and hopefully they don't monolith it up and uh, <laughs> do it poorly as far as marketing is concerned or as far as yeah. money is concerned because they seem to not do well on the business side, but I like the way they design their games and i like right. the way the games are built it's just their business sides a, a little bit lacking as far as the they're definitely Shitty game is designers the word looking for yeah. that's the word they're definitely game designers first and not businessmen yeah
1: they're yeah they may um, be businessmen like fourth or fifth
0: right probably correct <laughs> uh did, did you have any other news you wanted to bring
1: uh no i was trying to think um new magic set came out um, they came out with uh, large ship conversion stuff for X-wing miniatures games. Mm-hmm. Um, that's
0: about N- all. no Death Star yet, though.
1: Uh, no Death Star. No. Okay. Uh, again, it would be the size of like a, a <laughs> Honda Civic, <laughs> just going by the scale.
0: <laughs> that's fine. I'll I'll drive that into the into the building.
1: You'd have to get a trailer and hitch it up to it. <laughs>
0: Um, I guess we'll move into our uh, our months there. So, I went out and had an adventure two weekends ago, where I uh, decided I wanted to buy Tales of Arabian Nights, and I pulled up Amazon, and it was not available on Amazon for less than like one hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars. Yeah,
1: and not too long ago, it was like fifty bucks. Oh, uh, Eberron yeah. campaign setting is coming out for D and D fifth edition. That's another thing. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's the it's like robots oh like nice s- steampunky magic robots
0: well that's cool we should, yeah. uh, they've, they've the... had
1: it before and I think it started in third edition um and then move forward no it might have been in second I don't know second or third anyway sorry continue uh, tales of is there Nights. like an
0: actual campaign or something
1: uh, it's a source book right now I'm sure they're gonna release their regular season of adventures for it we should uh, check it's it just out a campaign setting that, that I've seen so far
0: yeah anyway tales of Raven Knights so uh, I, I look there I look on apparently didn't look too hard on eBay cuz after i found it in the store i looked on eBay and found it cuz i found a bunch of used copies for like 80 oh, bucks and 70 bucks i'll tell you
1: this the the board game geek marketplace is also a good place to buy from i was kind of nervous about it i looked but...
0: there and it was eBay okay. and amazon is what they pointed oh. you to um and then after after the fact after i bought it in the store ruining my story um I did find a new copy on eBay for like sixty bucks or sixty five bucks or seventy whatever. Uh, do you
1: mind if I ask how much you paid?
0: I paid sixty. Mm. So, right. yeah. re- oh, okay. okay, that's <laughs> fine. No, it's I fine. I paid paid retail for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Full retail, like a jump. I. Well, what do you want me to do? It's out of print and it's not in stores except for the one I went to.
1: You know, I I don't I uh, this is interrupting your month completely, but yep. I, I always. Yeah I know (laughs) I'm aware (laughs) I always um, Because we go play at the game closet In in Waco right? Which is a wonderful store that I think everyone should go to If you're ever in the Waco area Um, And I always Anytime I'm looking for something What I should do is message them on Facebook And be like yo dogs can you get this for me And I'll get it next time I'm down And I never
0: think to do that I haven't even thought to do that either
1: because you know the dude would be like, yeah, you know, uh, the, the, the the guy there would be like, yeah, I'll order it and, you know, hang on to it and whatever. Like, he absolutely would do that for us. Because I feel bad that we go down there and we play games, and but we don't really spend our primary gaming money
0: there, you know right. what I mean? I mean, we bought a um, couple. Ga- you bought the Duke there. Right. We try to buy stuff um, there,
1: but uh, uh, yeah. in our off time, you know, at home and stuff, it's, it's you know, anyway, I, I interrupted your thing. Tales of Arabian well, Nights, you
0: got it. Next, to- next time I go to buy a game that is not out of print, maybe I'll... I'll- message him first and be like yo dog can you uh can you Sometimes pick this out of print
1: stuff that's true
0: anyway so i i went to five different board game shops mm-hmm. um went, finally went to the one that's across the street from my house and uh didn't previously go there because it was really dark and like all the pictures they had on google were like dark and dank and there's a yeah, there's
1: a lot of badgers
0: yeah a lot of badgers in there um <laughs> But we went in there and they, they had a couple little out of print things. I don't remember what exactly they were. And the store looks fine. I don't know why the pictures online were so terrible. Maybe on their busiest day of the year one of their lights went out. Yeah. And they <laughs> Well, they also like they have a back area. So they've got like the front area where you buy stuff and there's mm-hmm. tables to, for playing games. And then they have a back area that's like a uh, Sex a, dungeon. A sex dungeon. No, it's yeah. it's a video game like internet cafe basically so there's a bunch of gaming okay. chairs with pcs set up to play definitely weird games. but okay yeah I'm yeah i I agree that's one of the reasons <laughs> I didn't there to begin with um but not gonna give out their name also just because i realized i said they're right across the street from where i live yeah yeah i don't part. mind talking
1: about game closet because we, we live very far <laughs> from there, <laughs> we'll try and there and i do want to talk about the store but uh yeah, yeah i wouldn't name <laughs> went to another like, right next to my my house at one two three fake street <laughs> is uh...
0: <laughs> and uh went went a little north of my house um to another place that had a shit ton of out of print games but not y'all uh tales of Arabian Nights Bummer. and it was like a super super nice place we you mm-hmm. and i should probably check it out the next time you come yes. into town uh-huh. um oh, okay uh-huh. you mean never <laughs> yeah i know well, you know, if you come into town, It'll maybe, happen one day, one day, well, will find you. <laughs> um, then we went to the Emerald Tavern, which is a gaming place in Austin. It's the, where I sent you the pictures. It's got the cafe and it's got the full bar. Yeah. Um, and I, I went in there and the guy, there was a guy that was putting board games away and he turns to me and goes, Hey, can I help you guys find anything? And I did my usual like antisocial, like, no, just looking. When
1: you're like, I want this one specific <laughs> item, and I desperately need to know if you have it. Do yeah. you need
0: anything? No, I'm okay. Just go. Uh, well, I said no, just looking, and then I turned around. I was like, No, let's just. We're going to f- a bunch of different board game shops. I need to like get in and out. So I yeah. turn around. And I'm like, Actually, do you have uh you know, Tales of Arabian Knife Knights? And the and the dude looked at me like, if they had it, he would already buy it. Because
1: <laughs> he d- look. What does that look even like? I don't even know what that means. Well, he was <laughs> just
0: like he immediately like once I said it was just like, no, no, I'm <laughs> sorry, we don't we don't have that. Like, <laughs> like he immediately knew what I was talking about. And then as you're walking out, you hear "idiot." <laughs> well, and even then, like I I still like looked around not not because I didn't believe him, but just because I was like, well, you know they. Uh, recently then changed what's location this? <laughs> <laughs> behind this curtain His jackets like laying over it <laughs> it's just a stack of them like he's not even gonna buy all of them <laughs> <laughs> like Ten. Um, and then we went to made our way to another Austin gaming store called the gaming goat uh, which is where I originally saw it and where I got Chinatown so they have a bunch of different. Um, they have a shit ton of Euro games, and they usually have some things that are. Uh, every time I go in there, they've got Batman Talisman, and I'm like, I don't, don't need it. Uh,
1: the board looks need so it.
0: dumb. But uh, couldn't find it there, and then finally got it at Outlaw Moon, which is the Austin Books and Comics board game mm-hmm. shop. And we looked around, and I couldn't, I didn't see it, and so I was just like, well, I'm gonna go to the back and look at all the D and D books and everything like that. My wife comes from around the corner and she's got it in her hands, and (laughs) she's like, "Oh yeah, we missed it. It was like on the bottom shelf somewhere." Nice. And uh, that's where I got. That's my whole tales of Arabian Nights. And I got home (laughs) through right in the trash. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Classic Andrew. (laughs) Decrease the circulation of board games.
1: Uh, I'm not trying to be a dick, but here's a like new one on Board Game Geek for twenty five dollars.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Well, thanks for being a dick. Uh, here's one for $45. Um, I think maybe you don't know how to search the geek market properly, but we'll talk about
0: that later. Yeah, we'll have a this whole 40, episode
1: 40 f- on it. $45 one was listed
0: three days ago, though. Oh, so. okay. Well, it's, I got mine two weeks ago. so I'll just sell mine for $45 <laughs> and make a cool <laughs> not profit.
1: <laughs> a cool negative 15 plus tax dollars. <laughs> so, to, But have you played it since then?
0: No, I've only opened it and looked through it a little bit. <laughs> so you, them. you could have bought the you could have just waited. I could have, out. yeah. But I was impatient. Could have been and, didn't. uh you know. Anyway. Tell I, me. <sighs> no. <laughs> um I was I've been looking I've been waiting for Judge Dread Helter Skelter to come out. Yes. Which um now that it has come out, we were at the game closet and they had yes. a copy and I looked at it and was like, I don't want this anymore. So and <laughs> pray tell why? Cuz it's not just Judge Dredd like it's everything <laughs> from 2000 AD. Um oh, what do you mean? Like it it's got a bunch of 2000 AD comics like characters in it. like it's Judge Dredd versus three other uh, uh 2000 I AD see. comic stories.
1: Just, you know, I remember what it was. We were looking at it in the store and I remember I was like it just looks like dude's on a map. And if I'm gonna get another dudes on the map area control game, it has
0: to be better than the ones I already
1: have, and I already have yeah.
0: Inish, which is great, right? And I and that's don't what about. know
1: that it's better than Inish.
0: I don't <laughs> think it is. I, I think if it was all Judge Dread, then I'd probably get it. Maybe. I do like but, how colorful the board is. That's nice. Uh, it's yeah. No, the, the, don't don't get me wrong. The game looks great. It's just theming wise, thematically, there's only a, a quarter of it that <laughs> I care about. And that's not enough to pay <laughs> 60 to
1: $80. Yeah, I, I'm not sold on this either. But you get to be Mean Machine, which I am sold on. <laughs> um, These definitely all, okay, so I see. Yeah, I, okay, there we go, yeah. There's Judge Dredd and there's other ones. They're yeah. not Judge Dredd. Yep,
0: yeah. that was but my problem. But then they, uh, call, uh, it, they call it
1: Judge, <laughs> Judge Dredd. Judge Dread. Helter yeah. Skelter. Why not well, just that's, call it, like, 2000 AD comics? Because that's something. the most
0: popular 2080 comic is Judge Dredd. So
1: fans also like Batman Gotham City Chronicles. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't.
0: Tell me more.
1: I was, I was recently looking at the Hellboy board game that just came out. Yeah. And it was the same thing where I was like, it's just a big old scenario-based miniatures combat game, and I just don't need another one we've barely scratched the surface of unless it's judge dread unless for you and that's your qualifying factor you know i've reached a point with my board game purchasing where one i'm broke and two (laughs) i'm um i'm i'm trying to like whenever i go to buy a game i go what's it most like in my collection and i go uh it looks most like this and then i go does it look better than that and if the answer is definitely not or probably not or it doesn't seem like it i don't
0: buy it <laughs> does that you know? mean that you would buy it and then get rid of the thing that it's better than
1: if it yeah if i saw something and i was like that looks way better than what i have then i would I'm, i might you know and then get rid of the one the one i've because i mean i get rid of board games i'm not gonna say regularly because I've, I've only been collecting board games for a, a seven or eight years so i don't <laughs> right. have you know i've not been doing it my whole life but I've, I've i will periodically go through my collection call stuff out and just go dump them in half press books um, is that
0: what you want to do with the game that <laughs> Saturn and I got you? But you won't because we bought it for <laughs> you as a st- gift. We've still and you haven't played, played it? it
1: once. <laughs> but honestly, when I look at that, it was a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, something. I don't the 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 TMNT IDW game. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, but then when I look at it, I'm like, do I want to play this miniatures skirmish combat scenario game or Conan? Exactly. And I'm like, Conan is just because when I take that Ninja Turtles game out, it's so bloated. And Conan but, is is so not bloated.
0: Maybe we can put Ninja Turtles in Conan once the monolith thing comes out.
1: I mean, we can already play any miniatures we want with any other don't, miniatures. Don't because... tell me
0: about that again, okay? I don't wanna, I don't
1: wanna... <laughs> 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 Why don't you play a song of plays and play, play heroes with me? Because I, I have anything. to.
0: I have to get things to set up first. No,
1: you fucking don't. You just pick your guys out and you. You told me sad. I had to paint them. I didn't say that. You're like that doesn't you have sound to like paint me. your
0: miniatures, That's Andrew. That's not. Or I've never painted a miniature play.
1: in my life.
0: That's not true. You paint them all <laughs> the time.
1: <laughs> I, I have uh, been off the painting. Um, my problem with painting is I do it obsessively. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 for what it, it's, I'm not like this in any other facet of my life. But for whatever reason, with painting miniatures, I hate that they're not finished. Like I'm yeah. sitting there, I, I'll be like downstairs eating dinner, just like I need to go. Well, I, I need to go do some dry brushing upstairs, and I'll be back in a minute. I, I can't <laughs> and I'll paint like 70 miniatures in three weeks and I'll be like oh my god that was horrible I hated every second of it but I got all these other miniatures that need painting it's <laughs> <laughs> I can't um that if they're in a, a box it's a sickness if, if they're in a box I'm good like the Conan miniatures they don't tempt me because they were put away in a box right but most most of my like D&D miniatures my pewter minis stay out and I've started <laughs> going through and painting most of those because I, I see them and I'm like wait well, it needs paint the next,
0: the next time I come over, I just uh, sneak up into your into your room where all your minis are, and I just pull out all the Conan ones, so that way they're all out <laughs> for you to see.
1: I'm like, I keep finding these new miniatures to paint. I don't know where they're from. My other big thing <laughs> with Conan is there are so many miniatures for Conan that I have no way to store and transport the game if I paint it. Right, because uh, they'd all rub
0: against each other.
1: Yeah, that's my biggest problem is... is well, they uh, make yeah, little
0: many. boxes... <laughs> For you to put your minis in that keep and them they're <laughs> away. they're
1: very expensive for the amount of miniatures Conan has. Yes. And I'm not going to spend hundred dollars on a Felder fancy foam tray thing. And then I still have to bring all the boards and the cards and the, the, the book of Skellos and the scenario books. No, right. Conan is a box game. It stays in the box. It's how, it's how it lives. That's it's, a box like, game.
0: It stays in the
1: box. What is, this? What, what is that? Was this, is that Jerry Seinfeld? Is, is that what a we're ca- doing? It's a coucher.
0: Here's a coucher. Um, all right. I'll just I'll I'll blow through the rest of my my <laughs> month real quick. Uh, I yeah. still want to and I think about it sometimes, and it it, te- it tempted us at uh tempted me. You
1: say it tempted us. You, you're yeah, you're where it I tempted was.
0: me. You're
1: it, where I you were was the like one. four or five months ago with board games. I where I was uh, like buying all of them and learning all of them, and then I I reached a point where I was like, it's too much. I have too much. But you're now there. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you what future you is going to feel like. <laughs>
0: it's me. You're and me. It's,
1: it's you from the future. <laughs> Listen, don't buy Dune. It's, it's <laughs> optimally a five player game and it'll never happen.
0: One day, love will find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what happened about with us in X-Wing because we keep talking about how much we need to play it. And then yeah. we don't. We don't play it at all. No, uh-uh. <laughs> we bring it every we- time. And we
1: play, and we liked it. I-, I think I think I've discovered what it is, is that we just like other stuff more right now. Yeah. It's you not know? you. It's me. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm in a different place, you know, and I just need some Conan time to find myself. Place. It's <laughs> <laughs> like if I'm sitting down and I'm going, all right, well, it takes, you know, hour, hour 15 to play a game of X-Wing and I go, well, do I want to do that? Or do we want to do a Conan scenario? Yeah. I'm
0: like, well, that's an easy choice. Throw the all this place... shit in the trash and get Conan out. The place we're in right now is not space. It's Yeah. We're not in a Conan. space place.
1: Conan world. Which is my new sci-fi series coming to space t- TNT. Space <laughs> space. Space <laughs> um, I And I also think our last game of it wasn't spectacular. Um, I, I think we need to do another game. We need a yeah, different yeah, was, game type. It was Everything rough. Was rough be. It was rough yeah. for
0: me, at least um yeah but i
1: think i think we'll get back to it um we weren't super hot on it to begin with i was just like hey i want a miniatures game that we play and we were like that's the easiest and just the other day i almost bought gaslands Mm uh which is a miniatures game with hot wheels
0: you so it you yeah you just you you, i don't i don't think i would do that
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's not like hot wheels themed It's like it's like Mad Max is what it is. It's like post-apocalyptic vehicle miniatures combat. Right. Right. But the idea is that you use like regular matchbox cars. You still wouldn't do it. No, No, probably. All right. Yeah. Okay. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why we which is why we did X-Wing, because it was the lowest barrier to entry for for a normie like you. But I still got my miniatures fix. You know, I still felt like I got uh, uh, because, you know, thanks for calling me a normie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you don't really do. I mean, I don't really do miniatures games because I've, I've never had an outlet for it, but I want to. And I feel like you're more like, nah, I'd rather go the scenario based board game route than, uh, you know, you're not much of a miniatures, like pure miniatures guy, you know. Nah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly I, what I you also say about it. I have played one miniatures game, which is X Wing. So you can't really True. say that I'm not a miniatures person when I've well, only played one. I,
1: let me phrase it differently. You don't show a ton of interest in it because um, I think it's just because it's a lot of work. Like with a board game, it, it's you buy the box, you read the rule book, and you have everything. It's done. Right. With a miniatures game, it's more like, all right, you need to assemble your team. Okay, you need to know the rules. Okay, you got to find your own storage because we're not going to fucking give you one. Uh, yep, in many instances, bit. you you need to paint them. You, you know, and it, it's just a, thing a bit much. It's, yeah it's it's more than i think you're wanting to put into your tabletop gaming right now you're just like i got the box and it's got the shit in it and let's just take it out and do that you know and it it i got the shit x-wing
0: is pretty close to that
1: yeah but uh um yeah so i think it strikes a
0: balance for us but we'll we'll get back to it it'll happen yeah well how was your how was your month what did you end Um, up doing
1: i got a kickstarter in the mail uh, the whole company. A Kickstarter. Yep. I ki- I kickstarted some sleeves, like uh, a while back. You kickstart. Uh, kickstarting. Uh, yeah, I kickstarted kickstarting. I was like, I love kickstarting stuff, so I'm just gonna kickstart <laughs> some kickstarts with my Patreon. It's pledge. called an
0: investment, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so, it's it's this company called Alter Sleeves. And I, I, if they're not live by the time this goes up, they will be going live soon with their, like, general public store. You can buy stuff. And so for people that don't know, um, I, I uh, we talked about it a little bit on the Magic the Gathering show we did. But I play Commander, which is an eternal non-rotating format. So that means my deck that I build, I will be able to play for forever in the Commander format. It'll never – cards never get old we'll or rotate out or whatever. Um, and they do, they do commanders also much lighter on bands. So I don't even really have to worry about my stuff getting banned. Right. So people that build these commander decks that they really love, they put a lot of money and effort and time into it of like blinging it out and getting like foil versions of cards and alternate art versions. And some people even pay, um, artists to paint their cards and alter the art on them, either to draw a different art or extend the borders yeah, or these do whatever. Sweet. Yeah, and do whatever cool thing you want to do. Now, uh, paying an artist to alter your card, is it's not cheap. It's not crazy expensive, but it's not cheap. And it does technically damage your card because an altered card is considered damaged in the collector's market because an alter is very personal to you. You might get like your favorite Pokemon painted on your card or whatever, and it's the most valuable card to you. But to someone that might buy that card from you, it's not worth it. Anything, you know what I mean? They're like, I don't like Jolteon, so I don't care if it's on my lightning bolt.
0: So these add like the the borders, take the borders away, make them these are cards. These are
1: clear sleeves that they have printed custom art on that you can slide over the corresponding card and make it look like the card has been altered. Some of them extend borders. Some of them change the card entirely. Um, but the idea is that you can, um, for much cheaper than paying an altar artist, uh, pay for these designs and get it printed on a clear sleeve to put your card into. Which are um, like
0: mass produced for everybody to have like the same kind of things.
1: I mean, they're, they're not really mass produced. They're custom printed like for per order. Um, they're, they're made to order is the words I'm looking for. Um, and I had kickstarted. So I got like, uh, 10 or 11 of them and they're really cool. Um, in Magic: The Gathering, a lot of people double sleeve their cards. So you put a really thin inner sleeve on, and then you put a big, thick outer sleeve on it. Mm-hmm. The idea being that it makes your cards um, uh, waterproof. So if someone spills a beer over your commander game, your 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 $400 deck isn't kaput. You know? Yeah. You double bag. Um, right. So I already double sleeve my favorite decks anyway, and so I was like, well, I'll get some of these altar sleeves for my you know my inner sleeves on my cards that I really like. And uh, they're really cool. I was kind of surprised at how high quality they were, how nice they look. Um, The downside is that because even different printings of the same Magic card are so different, you have to be like, no, I have this specific version of this specific card from this specific set. What art do you have for that? And a lot of the times the answer is, well, we got it for that card, but it's it's a different, it's a later printing or an earlier printing or it's slightly different. So the art printed on the sleeve won't line up. But the idea is that over time, as artists add, because, uh, you know, they, they take submissions from artists and, and pay them oh, for their submissions.
0: So it's like you can kind of look through what, what's already designed and what they have that they right. can just print on you demand. Be,
1: yeah, you can be like, I've got a fourth edition lightning bolt. And then you can search for that card and be like, what art do you have for a fourth edition lightning bolt? So really, it's only like big name, very popular cards that really have a lot of art form now because that's what makes the most sense for them to do yeah. it
0: with. Their um, website is irritating as fuck. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. Because um, I'm, like, and... I'm trying to look at like a specific card, and then it just keeps pulling up other cards. Yeah. Um, And
1: I, I, uh, I got them in the mail, and they're very nice. I may order more of them in the future whenever they get um art for some of my more favorite cards that they didn't have, because I tend to like kind of not obscure, but not incredibly well played super popular cards. So some of my favorite stuff wasn't in there Mm -hmm. and I, I I like them. Uh, uh, They're really cool. If you're the kind of person that has a a deck that you really have had for many years and that you put a lot of time and money into, um, but you don't really want to pay for someone to alter it, or maybe the card is so expensive, like a $500 card that you don't want someone uh, uh, schlupping paint on because that, that would, technically treated as damaged in the event that you ever need to liquidate that asset uh it's a good option um and i can't remember how much it is uh i paid 50 dollars, and i think i got 10 sleeves um yeah i think i I think they're between yeah it's not even open to the public right now it's still they're still fulfilling their kickstarter demands i think it's going to be between five and eight dollars per sleeve um which is I think, reasonable for what it is, but steep for people that are not heavily invested in a specific deck, you know? Yeah,
0: per sleeve.
1: Yeah, but I had reached a point where my favorite commander deck was pushing the, you know, four $500 range, and so I started double-sleeving it. Granted, I didn't go buy a $500 deck. I just, it was the first one I ever bought, and as I've gotten cards over the years, I've stuck stuff in it, and I've gone, oh, this is cool, and I added or someone gives me some, or a trade for something, and it's just kind right. of naturally evolved into that, and I was like, well... It's worth some money. I've got it double sleeved. I've got it heavily protected. I'd like to start investing in, you know, kind of um, making it fancy, and so right. that's that's what I've done.
0: I mean, they look um, really cool. I don't know if I would actually myself pay five to eight dollars right. for a single sleeve. <laughs> well, I mean, if it was like sleeving a card that maybe isn't <laughs> worth that much, <laughs> right? And in my case, <laughs> mo-
1: none of my cards were even worth that much. Like, well, a couple of them I think were, were, but most of them were two, or three dollar cards. But it's this thing where I've had this deck for years and I've been playing the same deck for years and I've changed it very little. Um, and after two or three years, I'm like, well, I, I am going to keep this long-term. So yeah, I-, I-, I am okay spending that money on it. You know? Right. Um. um th- that's who it's for, you know? Um, I also, the popper cube update for uh, Throne of Eldraine came out and I got all those cards in foil. I was very excited. I got a few showcase cards for it and they look very nice and I got them all in there. Um, nice. my root underworld uh, expansion should be shipping. It'll probably be shipped by the time this episode airs. Honestly, uh, it's very soon. Yeah, this will um, be next month. So, <laughs> yeah, so I should have it in my hands by the time uh, people are listening to this. Uh, and so I'm, I'm s- excited and sad for that because I'll no longer <laughs> be able to fit all my root stuff into one single box, and I'm, I'm You'll slowly accruing. Box. I'm slowly accruing many multi-box games. Like my (laughs) talisman is like three boxes (laughs) right now. Conan is two boxes. It's just uh, uh, people are like, oh, let's play a board game. And I bring out a stack of seven boxes. And they're like, stop it. What are you doing? (laughs) Don't (laughs) kill me, please. (laughs) Get in the box. Um, But but before we get into the the games we played, I did want to mention and and just talk about... um, Something really cool happened in in, in uh, uh, the newest episode. Not the newest, one of the newest episodes of South Park. Um, and whether you like the show or not, it's you, it's it's fine. If you I say South Park, I know a lot of people immediately are like, I hate South Park. Um, but it, uh, <laughs> it, it it I I am a fan. I like the show. I've watched it since I was a kid, which is inappropriate, but I have. Um, yeah. <laughs> they came out with an episode and they've recently in this season had some like board games in the background of their shots that I've been noticing not like Monopoly and shit like uh, uh, they had like Excellent. Gaslands in it they had like uh, Azul and you know like ga- games that are kind of like yeah those are those are those are more than just like oh I went to Kmart and bought board games you know yeah you
0: actually had to go to Walmart <laughs> or to Target for those
1: and they had an episode where they the the characters in the show started a board game club And they're playing very obscure board games and they're dropping names like Rodney Smith and Tom Vassel and other big board game YouTubers. And I know the South Park guys are into board games, but they're, they're like playing Blood and Plunder. They're playing Nemesis. They're playing Blood Rage, Rising Sun. Like, really? Jeez. And at some point they're going on about like Euro games and how they tend to be more mathy and so on and so forth and and whether you like south park or not is irrelevant to the point but i i just i thought it was really cool to see this you know the the board Bold, game the tabletop game hobby yeah and not even just that but like board game content creators like dice tower you know getting mentioned on again like it or not a tremendously mainstream a, tremendously a pop popular show icon
0: yeah tv show um,
1: and and it was really really cool. Um, and I was I was excited because I had been seeing them in the background. I'm like, clearly, the South Park guys are getting into, into board games. They clearly are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, no nobody's like, hey, let's put like a board game in the background, and someone else is like nemesis. Like that doesn't, <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen a right.
0: lot. You know, um, but well, I mean, it, you it, were it, telling it was just real cool. You were telling me about how like didn't one of them go to. They went to England to play with the shut up and sit down guys at one point. Like just went they,
1: they did play with them. Um, they've also played with Tom Vassell, I, I believe. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And so it's it, it's I think it's just really cool. Um, I, I, I think it's neat to see um, tabletop gaming, which is still because because, you know, I also engage in other hobbies. You know, uh, shocking. I know. Um, what but like in in the video game universe and stuff to 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 it's it's cool to see your hobby getting mainstream attention like that it's just neat you know and if it results in anybody out there going what the fuck is blood rage that sounds cool and then looking it up and it wasn't even that they were just playing board games in the background board games were critical to the story of that episode they really did do an actual deep dive on it
0: and i mean that that's probably got to be one of the first shows that has probably mentioned just deep board games that are not like Monopoly and Life and Clue and, and, (laughs) and that the home home market I guess or family market of board games
1: and they even did a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons in the same episode. Now, granted, a lot of TV shows have done D&D before. Right. But they were like, oh, no, I'm a tiefling warlock. I cast Eldritch Blast, and I get a plus four for my high <laughs> wisdom score. Like, they're, they're, like, really specific and accurate oh, yeah. fifth edition Singling D&D stuff. Singling out my
0: last character, huh?
1: <laughs> that, no, they said, they said tiefling warlock on the show, and I was like, ha, Andrew. And it, it, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was just really cool to... to see the depth that they went to in 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 exploring and expressing how much they enjoy tabletop gaming as a hobby from uh RPGs to board games to uh, lots of miniatures games as, as well it was just it was a yeah. really cool moment for me to be like this thing that in like 2010 and and wasn't much of a thing i mean board games are very much in a renaissance golden era uh right now and i it was just a nice moment that i get to appreciate that like Board games are a thing now, you know. Right, um, the thing you do is is being
0: mentioned, it's right? I, and I mean,
1: granted, it's you could argue that the board game Renaissance started it back as early as like uh, when Catan originally came out, the German release. What was that like, nineteen ninety five or whatever? But mm-hmm. it was uh-huh. it was. I, f- I feel like it's been like mid. Two thousands on that, it's it's been on this very high upward trajectory. It has gotten yeah. just gotten just massive, and it feels very fast. So it's it's been. I just wanted to talk about it, and talk about how cool it was, and how how, how yeah. It I was. mean,
0: I didn't know that that happened until you you mentioned it right before the show, and I'm definitely going to. uh I may go watch I mean, it after we're done.
1: If you like South Park, the newest season, if you're a fan, yeah. is it's a really good season. Uh, they've had some some kind of clunkers um not too long ago but this season in general is very strong i think i've been enjoying it if you like the show if you don't like the show it's just not going to change
0: your mind so if you're like i love board games and i hate south park you probably still won't like it <laughs> how long uh, so i mean we have we've had two south park video games that have come out <laughs> how long do you think be- uh, before trey parker and matt stone uh, release a-, a south park board game i guarantee you they would love it and that they would
1: jump at the chance to do so I'd be shocked if we didn't see something. You know what I want a, right. uh, a South Park miniatures combat game. That's what I want.
0: <laughs> they, I'm, they would do it. I'm sure. It'd be perfect. Uh, um, South, now, South Park Life.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, but uh, uh it, yeah, uh, uh I, I'm sure that they would they would love that opportunity. Um, I, I think it's for them. I think for them personally, it's a thing where it's like they're so busy doing the show that they kind of. Because they still do a bunch of the voices, and they do a, 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 yeah. a bunch of the... right. Like, they still do the show. They're not, like, you know, resting on their laurels like they could be. Um, and I think it's just the thing of they have to find a studio to do it for them that they trust to do it right. well. And to be fair, we've gotten two really good South Park video games. Before those, I'd have been like, no, 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 I don't want a South Park board
0: game. It's going to be shit like the South Park video <laughs> games.
1: But we've had two good South Park video games as well. well so I Well,
0: sorry to... Sorry to break it up, Justin. Uh, it looks like they're not going to do the Conan expansion uh, in January after all, as Monolith is doing the next uh, South Park <laughs> South Park game. game. <laughs> I'd do that; it'd be fun,
1: like Mister yeah. Hanky e versus Mecha Streisand. i that'd be a fun versus minute, Batman. Kind of like <laughs> I'd enjoy that. And Conan. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was neat. It was just neat to see a, a very mainstream moment for what are still in the popular culture very obscure games, you know, they, they weren't even being like, Oh, you know, ticket to ride or what, you know, there were, there are a lot of more mainstream modern board games or or Catan. Yeah. And I think they mentioned Catan once and Carcassonne once, you know, but I mean, just really crunchy, Nitty gritty, like blood and plunder. They really went on about blood and plunder. And I'm like, that's, I don't even know what that is. I had to fucking look it up. South park is
0: making me Google tabletop games. (laughs) Um, Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. The, the game we played with Don last time, I keep seeing it at board game shops, and part of me is like, I should pick it up, but I'm never going to play yeah. it. No. So, <laughs> I don't. Uh, um, Robinson Crusoe? Is that the yeah, one Robinson Crusoe. Is Treasure Island. Treasure Island.
1: Treasure Island. What? Didn't I do that same thing you last time You did the we same thing?
0: I thought, jo- I thought you were doing a bit. Hey, no! Because you no. did the exact same thing last time. My life like, is a bit. I don't know. Rob- <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's get into uh, let's get into is it. Is that a
1: Robinson Crusoe game? There has to be, and that's what I'm thinking of. Are you searching oh, for
0: it? Or are you going to yes, Google Robinson it?
1: Crusoe Adventures on the Cursed Island? I don't think that's a thing. It's a, it's a game. I'm looking at it, and it's board game rank 44. It's pretty damn high up there. That's what I'm thinking of. But yes, Treasure Island is what you're talking
0: about. <laughs> Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. Yeah, no Treasure Island is what is what we were talking about. Anyway, so we're going to get day. into no, we've already been we've, been we've been talking for almost an hour about not board game day. Uh, so maybe we're I'll change my board games. Uh, that's true. We just have we've been talking about the game. So we played uh Judge Dread the Cursed Earth. Justin yes. finally got to play it. Yes. Um and so we actually sat down and played that again or I played that again. What did yeah. you think of it? Cuz I've already kind of mentioned um, what I thought of the game. That's all right. Um the...
1: I liked... It, it's one of those games where the, um... I like Judge Dread as a theme, but the theme didn't shine through in the gameplay, so I would rather play a game, a light game like that that has better gameplay and maybe a theme that I don't care for as much because that would be more engaging. Does that make sense? Did I just spout gibberish for a minute? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean... Like I I, I I like the theme I like the art on it but then when you're playing yeah. the game you're not you're not really enjoying or exploring the theme you're just staring at the icons and whatever um, right you're
0: you're basically just looking at the art and the the theme doesn't tech you know it could be a blank page and as long as you're right. looking at the and, I understand that but I yeah. still I don't think it's like a it's a nice light a game. game it didn't it's it fun, didn't take yeah. well, it took us like thirty minutes I think
1: yeah like if I'm gonna play a light game I'd rather play something like Tomb or, or something else um, or not Tomb what's it called. I can't remember the names of any games tonight, but just uh, um, or, or like Robinson uh, Crusoe, Robinson Crusoe is what I'm thinking <laughs> of. Um, maybe even something like uh, 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 you know Sushi Go or something that that right. I don't really care about the theme, but it's it's more fun gameplay to me if I'm looking for, for like sure. a 30 minute game. But it was it was fun. Um, I, I would say don't buy it on the Judge Dread theme. Uh, buy it because the game looks fun to you. I guess is what I'm getting around to because the theme yeah. doesn't really present
0: itself during the gameplay itself. And there's several ways to play it, and it is single player. So if you if you just want a solitaire game, basically, <laughs> I would not play that single player. That seems um, I have. Boring. It's fine. It's it's I mean, fine. Yeah, it's it's okay.
1: It's, it's it sounds boring. You're making not, it sound boring. It's
0: not the best game I've ever. It's not the best single player game I've ever played. Because that well, would that have to be the Pulp Detective. Because
1: <laughs> now, if you if you say it's not the best single player game I've ever played. That statement could also mean that it is actually the worst you've ever played because it would that still be true. true. That's, that's
0: what that could so mean. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, it's not I an mean, expensive game. It's you know whatever. Fine. We're just gonna leave it at that. It's. Uh, I think if if you're I don't know I I wouldn't play that.
1: when I when I do single player I like really really heavy games. If um, you
0: like Judge Dread art, then you may be better off buying a twenty dollar Judge Dread comic book or art book trade yeah one of yeah. the uh, like the idw um, if you're uh, if you're just great. buying it for the art which is kind of what i did um you may be better <laughs> and the really cool box design really yeah really no cool it's, box it's like design. a clamshell design very um, cool uh, i think they call it like a suitcase design or something like it's it's just yeah. it's it opens up and it's all connected <laughs> um i own a lot of little card games none of them have a
1: box like that i was super jelly if you you when you open it i was like whoa <laughs> they had art yeah. on the inside of the box very nice looking game yeah it's
0: it's a really nice looking game for twenty dollars but it's just the theme does not make the game in this yeah, instance definitely. which i know we always usually talk about how important theme is but um yeah yeah um so next we played magic magic the gathering we played yep. the cube again the new pod, because uh, uh, you're—I'm—I'm
1: I'm slowly trying to indoctrinate you into my Magic: The Gathering world, my little uh, 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 ecosystem I've created here, where I get to yeah. avoid all competitive Magic but still enjoy the game. You know,
0: that's a good—I—I—I'm I, for this. Yeah, it's—I um, back—I I back this up. <laughs> you kickstart this. Yeah, I kickstart you. What
1: <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> But uh, um, because that w- as we talked about, we we I've built a cube, which is basically a set of cards that you keep for forever, and you keep drafting out of them over and over, and it really turns yeah. it into a board game deck building experience, and I really like it a lot. Uh, I think I mean, that's I, how I best enjoy Magic.
0: I think I realize that I I like playing Magic, but I honestly like the uh, the draft format more than I like playing. Like I like building a deck out of. Just random cards,
1: yeah, and 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 that's that's very valid because when you're drafting, you spend as much time drafting and building your deck as you do playing the game, you know. Um, and and I do find it interesting the way that you talk about the game whenever we are drafting. Is you're like, you talk about your deck like it's this like separate entity from you. You're like, oh, my deck did good that that game. Like, oh, okay, come on, deck, you got to get it together. Like, you that's how you talk about it, (laughs) and as someone who has played magic in many different facets from like casual drinking beers all the way up to like, uh, uh, playing in opens and stuff. Uh, it's people don't talk about the game like that. Uh, it's like, I talk about,
0: I talk about it like it's a Pokemon. Like, like, come
1: (laughs) on, Pikachu. You did it. Yeah. Which, um, (laughs) I, I find endearing and and genuine. (laughs) Um, but I think it's a byproduct of we're very much playing magic
0: as a board game, which is way
1: better than the magic board games they've released, which are fucking terrible.
0: (laughs) <laughs> um so well i mean because i built it's not a deck that i spent hours i mean i've spent an hour building right it, you I didn't guess. spend
1: five hundred dollars in three weeks yeah. of your life and sleeving everything doing all this shit you're just like hey, i got a pile of cards that made it work and when you lose you go well oh, it wasn't a good pile of cards and when you win you go oh it was a great pile of cards and i'm pretty cool for using it
0: well even then like when i build a deck and you beat me the first time i'm like well i just maybe i got a bad draw with that deck mm. and then i'll i'll still try it again like I, i'll usually like I'll give it two shots before I start trying to side, you know, sidecar or whatever it's called. Uh, sidecar is a thing that attaches
1: to a motorcycle. Or it's a drink. Is, <laughs> yeah, or it's a drink. Board. Or it's a drink you attach to a motorcycle. Yep. Um. But I I do li- I like that in card games. Um. I I like high skill magic. I like the modern format. I like the popper format. I like playing high skill magic where me and my opponent. Both know every card in each other's deck, even though we've never seen them, because we've read the meta on the website and we memorized it, and we watched the videos of it. And I know he's playing this. You know, uh, that's fun. Yeah, but it's a and lot then of I work to get there. I don't know that. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, I got it,
0: well, like with the deck that I built for when we played, I had uh I had one card that mm-hmm. was like a sacr like you. What's it? The you sacrifice a creature and it, you a carrying a, feeder. Yeah, feeder. so I had that one card in the deck first so and for you
1: could say you could trigger so you go i'm going to kill one of my creatures and give this guy a plus one plus one yeah. make him bigger
0: and i stuffed my deck full of uh, a bunch of different uh, tokens little small to- creatures yeah so tokens or creatures that that create tokens or spells that create tokens and so that way i could just feed this dude all these tokens and it never yeah. happened <laughs> no i still i still <laughs> won a bunch because i would just overrun you with tokens But I never got to actually do the combo that I built the deck for.
1: Right. And that is one of the (laughs) things I like it. Because I think the other thing is that I don't draft. I've never enjoyed draft. It's never been how I enjoyed Magic. So I think we're both learning draft as we go. As much as I know the game, I know the cards in the cube. I know how to play the game very well. um, Mm -hmm. I I don't draft. And so that's the part that I'm also learning too, you know. Um, Right. And so it's it's just been a lot of fun. Uh if if in and thankfully there are magic cubes like Card Kingdom sells a starter cube that comes, it's a hundred dollars, you get the full three hundred and sixty card cube with lands, with sleeves, and a box for a hundred bucks. Nice. Um if you're if you're saying, Hey, I like magic, I like deck building, I like the game, it's fun, but I don't want to have to do the packs and paying all the stuff and oh the new set and oh this and keeping up with it and everything. I just wanted yeah. it as like a board game go buy their cube and play it. Cause cube is really fun. You probably need we, a magic guy to get you into like how to do the different kinds of drafts and stuff.
0: But it's, right. it's I think it's, I think as a
1: board game cube is worth it.
0: I, I that, mean, that's, that's what I, I liked about it. And especially because that's the problem I had with magic before is that it's like, Oh, well this new set comes out. I'm an addict. So I'm going to go ahead and buy <laughs> like a bunch of cards from the new set, even though I don't need it to play the game. Yeah like uh um, yeah so i i i do like magic the gather i do like the popper cube that you have and i and i really am into you bringing it like whenever you want to yeah. to, e- to each game day if you just want to keep it as a backup for us to be you like know. hey let's try to do a quick draft and it's, and it's compact it's easy to t- i mean smaller than most of my board games honestly it's, you know? it fits
1: in one small box <laughs> yep uh <laughs> the only thing i can't fit in there is mats to play on uh because yeah because i am playing with these same cards over and over and over theoretically for the rest of forever uh, i do like to play on mats so that they don't get all eat up over time right. you know so
0: well let's but. go ahead uh, i promised a little bit of gloomhaven talk at the beginning of <laughs> No, the, we're out of time. Yep, as like Magic an idiot. and Conan,
1: we're done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a Conan Magic game.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> My money! <laughs>
0: Uh, but we started. Justin and I started Gloomhaven, and uh, like I said at the beginning, we're not going to really get into. This is more of like a maybe like a thir- first thoughts. Um, yeah. Well, for, but-
1: for 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 people that don't know, it is it is a
0: campaign
1: card based dungeon crawling game consisting of I think ninety five scenarios. So we played three scenarios, and uh, one of them was a repeated scenario. So I don't think we're in any position. To give a review on a game this right. massive, this is like playing the intro in a hundred hour RPG and being like, "Ah, that's a pretty good game." Like that's we've <laughs> right. We've seen almost none of it.
0: And this is a uh, Gloomhaven has been the top one game on Board Game Geek for for how long? Over a year now. Since it came out, it it's because here's a for people that don't know, um, Board Game Geek
1: ratings compared to other media ratings like uh, video games and movies and stuff are very harsh. A board game rated above, like, a 7.5 is generally a fantastic board game in its category. Uh, And as soon as Gloomhaven hit the number one spot, everyone was like, it's not going to stay. People are too harsh on board games, which is good. I like that. Don't get me wrong. I like harsh criticism um, because I feel like it's usually more honest. And the tabletop community is really good about being honest with their criticism, not just being
0: like, I hate it because it's popular. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, to – to be fair that's kind of like i didn't want to play Gloomhaven because of how popular it was because i didn't mm-hmm. want to like it because mm-hmm. i already have a bunch of board games i
1: i'll <laughs> be honest i didn't either i didn't want to buy it i didn't i i looked at it and i was like that's a dumb name i don't like the art on the box i don't know about this and i i ended up buying it because it was cheap well it wasn't cheap it was a hundred dollars yeah but it was cheaper than it was when it released which is like i think 160 because everyone kept going, it's D and D in a box. It's D and D in a box. It's D and D in a box, and I was like, "There is no way this game encapsulates one of my favorite hobbies, which is Dungeons and Dragons, in a board game. You can't. I've played every dungeon crawler under the sun. There's no way it's true." And I was partially wrong. Um, <laughs> be, but uh, what, what what what? In the second I played the game, it wasn't even that it was D and D in a box because you're not really doing much role playing but it was yeah, for me it really was no. none
0: i mean i mean there's <laughs> the there's the, the the street cards and the city cards or the the, the travel cards that's enforces, kind of like role playing ish it the game doesn't this weird thing where so it's a dungeon
1: crawler you said it's a scenario based dungeon crawler um, and you're going across this overworld, picking different scenarios, going into dungeons with interlocking map tiles, putting your minis down, and usually fighting stuff or completing objectives. So nothing new there. But it's driven by a card system. You have a hand of cards, and you're slowly losing cards as time goes on, and that's your ticking clock. That's your timer, right? Um, right. But the game says, hey, you have to talk about the game in terms of the game so there's I, I guess the best way to describe it is mechanical role playing so i can't say andrew i'm going to act on initiative 17 and deal three damage to this creature over here and then move two squares this direction i but you can't can go.
0: i'm going to move to this space and attack
1: <laughs> right well i mean uh you can't even do that you can be like i'm going to move up and attack that guy you know and it yeah. what it does is it's really subtle but it forces you to talk about the, it, it, it's this mechanical role-playing. You're talking about the battle in almost real-world terms. I'm going to attack that guy, you know, he, uh, uh, later on, you know, I'm going to go hide in that corner and heal. Um, and it keeps you from, I, I guess, over-strategizing and, and because it's one of those games that could easily get bogged down in numbers, but that one rule, for me, makes a big difference in how swift the gameplay is.
0: Yeah. And I, I very much enjoy that. Go ahead. Sorry. So I, I had a I had a fun time playing the game, and I do want to play it again. I don't think I'm as uh, – I'm never – haven't been as Conan ex- obsessed. Like, you seemed a little bit Conan obsessed over uh, <sighs> Gloomhaven after we'd done and, – and where we would, like, leave the game day and then for, like, several days afterwards <laughs> just continue to think about playing Conan. I didn't really have that with Gloomhaven, and I think it's because I already played – um, I know you don't like Descent, but like there is a comparison yeah. between Gloomhaven. I don't and Descent. hate Descent.
1: I've played a lot of Descent. I don't well, hate it by
0: any means. Yeah. It's
1: just not. It, Descent was never what I wanted it to be. I think is is, is where right. I am with it.
0: I would say mechanically, Gloomhaven is similar to like Descent or Shadows of Brimstone, except mm-hmm. card base instead of <laughs> dice base. And I do believe that thematically, it brings you into the characters a little bit more. It does. Um, yeah. Versus what maybe descent does where descent is just like you're just you're an elf <laughs> yeah i well i also
1: <laughs> like uh how you, it, w- one thing I, I like is and we talked about it before is um risk reward mechanics where you kind of make a gamble you know and right. and see if it pays off and it's one of the reasons i like conan so much is because it's very like throw all your fucking crystals in there and see what happens i don't know you might die you might cut his head <laughs> off we'll see and i like that that dire feeling of like oh jeez and the then suspense, the last yeah yeah and but in gloomhaven so you, each card has a top and a bottom and you play two cards face down and then you flip and everyone looks at their actions including the monsters and puts them in the correct numerical order but because of that in descent you're like oh it's your turn all right i'm gonna move over there and hit that guy for um three dice worth of damage and then you go do it gloomhaven is constantly messing your plans up you'll play two cards you flip them and i look over at your stuff and i go ah jeez. You were gonna yep. heal me. You said you're gonna heal me, but I'm acting way before you. But if I move in, I'm gonna get hurt. So maybe instead of using this top and this bottom, I'll switch them and do something else. It causes you to think on your feet, and I think that dynamic nature, I, l- I like that a lot more
0: uh, than right. something
1: a little more s- static. In well, like turn a good example, or, like descent
0: was I was gonna. I have a card that would have made you like attack six times, which is like insane, right. insane yeah. for the, what we were playing. Like you usually only attack, like two or three. So I was going to have you attack six times, but I misread the card to where I have to be adjacent to you, and you moved across the board away from me. (laughs) Right. So I just had to choose a different action from that card. And I I think to – and I've been thinking about it a lot since the game.
1: Like you said, I've been thinking about it a lot. (laughs) I think why I like that so much better than something like Descent or any of the other dungeon crawlers out there is that that right there – when I really think about it is the essence of D D, you know, the fun of D D is the unpredictability, the changing nature, the fact that nothing is set in stone and all the time D D is a game of foiled plans. If I were to describe D D in a sentence, it would be like, you make a plan and then it goes horribly awry
0: every Which is- time. Which is why D and D groups break up so much is because you have, <laughs> you have multiple people that think differently and then they end up not liking like maybe not hating you know they still like each right. other but they're just like oh I can't play with you because you play this way <laughs> and this game breaks that up because it's not their fault it's the cards fault like they, oh, right. they played this card and it didn't work out the way they thought it would and they have to change it now and that's not necessarily their fault it's the cards fault for for not yeah. working and the out o- the way
1: and the other players can look at your cards and be like oh well yeah i mean yeah i get it you know you're in a tight spot yeah. and what it does is it takes that that big unpredictability uncertainty element of d and it kind of gives you like a um like the easy mode version of it where it's like you're not making huge decisions every turn it's not massive but it's you yeah. know it's these it's these little it's like it's like D&D snippets you know where you have The same kind of discussions where you're like oh geez I was Gonna go over there and do that thing but then this isn't gonna Happen and he's going before us and this guy just popped Out and everything's very uncertain and I I, I like that a it lot it makes, about makes it a
0: little Bit more like linear so that way you're not It's not like a big open world it's It's like a this is yeah where I'm it's, going, it's and...
1: Yeah it's it's like a and d On rails kind <laughs> of um, <laughs> Where where it, and I mean granted the game Itself doesn't play anything like a, a Tabletop role-playing game What's so when people say and, It's D&D in a box they mean the experience it's not the mm-hmm. mechanics
0: also if you disagree with us and if we're wrong with how we think about the game right now it's because we've only played two <laughs> scenarios yeah so- if you're like idiots
1: after scenario 73 the game totally changes <laughs> and I, then i w- wait a few years and we'll yeah catch up.
0: so i mean this is something that we're, we're planning on we're gonna play it um and eventually we'll probably do a review sometime next year but we're gonna yeah. try to try to try to get through at least a quarter of it, maybe. <laughs> Do we want to discuss?
1: Um, well, I mean, because ideally, what I'd like is I would like it to be a thing where every board game day, maybe at the end of the board game day, we wrap up with like a scenario or two of Gloomhaven. Well, yeah, I as mean, long that's as what I we're interested. Yeah, as long as we're interested, because this is such a long game, and and I think maybe it's something. It's another thing it takes from D and D where. You don't look at a campaign being like, oh, yeah, we're going to play all the way through this three-year-long campaign. Oh, Castle Ravenloft, here we go. Right. See you in five years. Everyone just goes, let's play while it's fun. And when it's not, we'll change it or we'll do something else, which which is another facet it kind of borrows is just being massive. But do, do, which can, is- uh, do we want to talk about our what characters we pick? So people are like,
0: no, I mean they're not gonna play along yeah. at home. But <laughs> I mean, I, I think uh, I think that's what I'm most excited for is not that I don't like the character I have because I think it's kind of a little bit overpowered. But I'm excited for the the thing that I'm most excited for for this game is being able to experience different characters right. without it's that legacy to, element, without yeah. having to roll <laughs> a whole new character like you would in D and D. Let me see, because I like think the remember. more Who I got? Oh, you are the
1: mind thief.
0: Yeah, I just don't remember what little little rat lady Yeah. Um, I don't remember what they're called. Um, I'm I'm not going to look at this guy because I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, don't Uh, do that. I'm
1: a. I did the Inox Cragheart, who's like the big, uh, fighter-y type guy, and you're yours yours dude is more of like a little scion kind of thing,
0: little psychic attacker. Tiny uh tiny little rat creature that lives in the sewers with rats, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh you know it's one of those things you open the you open the deck and you're like, no, I want to be like the big beefy like guy right. that looks like a demon or whatever that Justin has, and I've got this <laughs> like, little like tiny rat person, yeah, but then as you play the game, like your character is kind of like big and s- sort of clunky, it seems. Mm -hmm. and my character is just like i'm gonna summon rats heal myself a bunch and stab people like yeah like when my guy
1: does hit he hits very hard but it's 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 a lot of lining stuff up and 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 getting things to work mechanically so i don't know for for because i'd I'd started a gloomhaven campaign before and then it it died out um and so it's one of those things where um I have been thinking a lot about like why does everyone say D&D's G- Gloomhaven is D&D in a box? That's what it is when it's so tremendously not mechanically a tabletop role playing game and it's these these little things, these feelings of uncertainties. It's this thing where you're like, well there's no way we're going to finish this campaign. Let's play while it's fun. It's it's changing characters as time goes on. There's a lot of um I guess emotional aspects of D&D that it borrows I and, mean, and evokes.
0: Not even emotional aspects. I mean, I can see it as a D&D in the box. I know we're not really doing any huge role-playing, but right. if if somebody just rolls characters and they go, I just want to go, I don't want to role-play, I just want a dungeon. Like <laughs>
1: I'll tell you this, as someone who's been DMing games for over 15 years, we role-played more in our Gloomhaven game by not giving specific details on our attacks than most D&D groups that I've ever run. Most indie groups are going to be like, all right, I'm going to move in. I'm going to attack him for 2d4. I'm going to move three squares that way. What are you going to do? And yeah. it does break immersion a bit, but you can't tell people to not play the game that way. That You know, if that's how they want to play and they want to be really strategic right. and mechanical, they can. Um, and I think maybe uh, uh, Gloomhaven, it, it, you know, and there's even a point where, you're, where we encountered our first road card was like killing some rats. And you're like, well, I'm a rat person. I don't want to do that, <laughs> and you're like, and we're there... killing the rats, and I was like, okay. And in no other game, board game that we've played, have you been like, you you just immediately started doing it naturally? I guess is my point. Right. And the game very much, it didn't force you to or ask you to. It just. Well, I mean, goes... I also
0: like, I'm going with the theme, and I've also played D and D for I guess 10 years now. Jeez, yeah, um, it, it's a
1: it surprised you by going. You're a little rat person, then the first thing we do is go kill some rats, and you're like, well, ho- uh, hold on. A minute. I don't think
0: I like that. And then you just kill me by accident. (laughs) It was a rat. I don't know. (laughs) I also like uh, my person was a mind thief, and I couldn't stop thinking about uh, in like the last season of Community, they have the the board member on the the school board that's like, I robbed it. I robbed your mind. (laughs) 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 I just kept thinking about that the whole time. Um, You thinking of a hang glider? But yeah, so I think I, uh, we definitely want to get into it a little bit more after we've had more time and maybe we'll even do like since we, you know, play it every month ish that we'll have like, incremental like uh, updates that we can give and be nice. Yeah. Kind of if our thoughts change or if something cool showed up that we didn't expect, you know, we can talk about it. it. Yeah i hate it we can talk about it as as it goes on instead of just doing one huge review and maybe even still do like a summary review i guess
1: yeah i mean and we might reach a point where we're like hey we haven't played it for the last couple months because we didn't feel like it i think we're going to be done let's do our wrap-up thing you know right Um, because from what i understand nothing in the game mechanically changes a tremendous amount like gameplay wise we've seen the game you know things will just get bigger characters will change and you get different abilities but from what i gather gameplay wise we've seen it it's just differing variations of that
0: right your characters get more powerful you get more abilities you get more yeah. cards yeah um but your yeah. dice rolls quote unquote card dice rolls get shitty yeah or less, um less shitty
1: Next time we are, because I've never played with the iPad app. There's an iPad app that tracks all the monster stuff for you because it does have a pretty elegant system for tracking all of the monster health and everything, but it's still moving a lot of pieces. You know, it's for my, my thing is that we play on a kind of small table. Yeah. It just took up so much space. Uh, And it's just a lot of fiddly bits that we wouldn't have to mess with or even take out the box. The fiddly bits. That's our new (laughs) podcast name. We're renaming it
0: (laughs) to the fiddly bits. All right. All yeah. of my work <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um well cool we'll we'll go ahead and i guess we'll end it there. we've got another uh we'll be, i guess the next episode will be coming at you in january oh jeez january twenty twenty andrew what is what is
1: your prediction for the twenty twenty uh socks for dogs Oh my god, you're going to
0: make <laughs> millions. <laughs> I don't know, they already have it. Uh, do you just put regular socks on a dog. Oh god, such a fool. Oh <laughs> my. Oh my money spent and wasted. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh thanks everyone for listening. Uh like usual, we do have a uh we have a Facebook you can go to that we do sometimes post things too, not super regularly because most of the time we just post in our discord, which we do have a discord. Um, I do put some photos on Instagram every, uh, every once in a while when I remember to take photos, I'm trying to get better at that. So I thank everyone for, uh, Andrew, what is that Facebook URL and Instagram Facebook username? Facebook.com slash board game barbarians. And uh-huh. Instagram is at board game barbarians. You try to How keep unique. it unique. Tried to keep it, uh, all the same
1: (laughs) also the best thing you can do for a podcast ever i promise you is rate and review it on itunes and other
0: podcast aggregators so please please do that which we're not on uh some of the other podcast aggregators because uh they we're getting there they want me to put it in a mp3 format which is Uh, a don't do worst quality yeah that's bad i'll
1: tell you this if you keep doing it long enough eventually they'll add your show anyway from itunes as as much love or hate iTunes, it is still the the mecca for podcasts. That's that's where podcasts it's it's just is. Most other aggregators pull
0: from iTunes still, yeah. even in 2019, which is dumb. But I get um, it. But yeah, definitely appreciate everyone listening. And as always, Justin, what is best yes. in life? Board games. It's board, board games. games. Oh, board oh games. boy. Oh god. All right. Good night. Good night. <laughs>